all you tunes out there and welcome back to another episode of History of Animation. For today's episode, I decided to go over the 12 principles of animation. These principles are really universal. It doesn't matter how you're animating. I personally learned 3D animation using Maya when I was in animation school, and we still had to learn these principles. In fact, I'm pretty sure that we did this lesson on day one. These principles were first published in the book The Illusion of Life, Disney Animation by Ollie Johnson and Frank Thomas in 1981. These two were a part of Disney's Nine Old Men. The Nine Old Men were men that worked for Walt Disney and were considered the company's core animators. They worked on some of Disney's most famous films like Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Apparently, Walt Disney first referred to them as the Nine Old Men when they were in their 30s and 40s, so they weren't really that old at the time. All of the members of this group are now considered Disney legends as of 1989, but we're getting way off track. Let's just jump into these principles. The first one is called squash and stretch. The most common thing to use as an example of this is the famous ball bounce animation. Now if you watch a ball bounce, you can see that it actually squishes when it hits the ground and stretches right before and after it hits the ground. So when you're animating a ball bouncing, you need to remember to add this squash and stretch because without it, it looks really odd and lifeless. Number two is anticipation. My favorite example of this would be a cat getting ready to pounce. If you watch a cat right before they pounce, they do a little butt wiggle and maybe do a little foot adjustment while they're getting ready. A far simpler example would be a person jumping. Before someone jumps, they need to bend their knees. They do this in anticipation of the next action, which is the actual jump. Just try to jump without bending your knees. It will look really awkward and you're not gonna get much height. The third is staging. This has a lot to do with the composition in the work. Motion tends to catch the viewer's eyes, so it's important to use movement on the parts of the screen that you want the viewer to look. The fourth is straight ahead action and post pose. These are different approaches in drawing. In straight ahead, each frame from beginning to end is animated. This can create a fluid movement, but it's honestly a little bit more difficult and you don't get good poses. Pose to pose is when an animator draws certain poses and then we'll go back and draw the in-between frames that helps to get from each pose. It's not as fluid, but it's easier to stick with proportions and you can get a, a lot of interesting poses that way. Fifth is follow through and overlapping action. This is a good way of giving an animated character a sense of weight. Follow through is about how some parts will continue to move 
even after the character object has stopped. Or how when you throw a ball, your arm will keep moving even after the ball has left your hand. Six is ease in, ease out. In animation, this is mostly done by using more frames at the beginning and end of a sequence. In real life, when an object starts moving, it accelerates and it slows down before it stops. So this principle can add a little bit of a sense of realism. Seventh is arcs. You'd be amazed at how many things move in arcs. Just watch a ball getting thrown. It isn't going in a straight line. From the moment it left the person's hand, it's not only moving forward, but down as well. The ball will eventually hit the ground, no matter how hard a person throws it. Another example would be watching a person's hands as they walk. Their hands will move in an arc back and forth. Objects in real life tend to move in arcs, so it's important to animate them like that as well. Also, arcs tend to be visually more interesting and can capture viewers' attention. Eighth is secondary action. When someone moves a part of their body, it isn't just that part that moves. Like when a person is walking, their legs move, of course, but there's the swing of their hips and their arms going back and forth as well. It would be awkward if you tried to animate someone by only moving their legs. Of course, you need to be careful when adding secondary action. Sometimes the secondary action can take away from the main action and can possibly be a bit distracting. Nine is timing. I think most people have trouble with this one. When you get timing right, it adds weight and realism. When you get it wrong, it looks a bit off. The tenth is exaggeration. Okay, so I know most of the steps is talking about adding realism. Now we are breaking that a bit. Exaggeration makes animation look less realistic, but it's also what makes it more interesting to watch. Just look at a character's face, how an animator will distort the proportions of it in order to portray extreme emotions like anger or happiness. It may make the animation look less real, but it's going to make the animation look far more interesting. Eleven is a solid drawing. This doesn't just refer to the drawings looking nice. The drawings also need to have volume, balance, and weight in order to create the illusion of uh, the object being in three dimensions. Even if you're making a 3D animation, it's still important that you make the character look like it could actually exist and take up space. Now, last but not least, 12th is appeal. Now we're actually talking about drawings looking nice. A good way to think of this is how charismatic an actor is or how good a character design is. Honestly, this is probably the hardest one to do and define. It's basically that it factor that you look for when you're watching something. To add this in, you need to think of your 
character's personality, little quirks that are unique to them. And well, those are the 12 principles of animation. If you want to animate anything, these are the basic things to keep in mind. And if you're looking for more information about this, the Illusion of Life Disney Animation is still available. In fact, I just got it as a Christmas present. And to those that wish to make their own animations with these principles, I wish you the best of luck. And please let me see them. I love seeing animations. Anyways, that's it for now. Don't forget to like this episode and follow for more animation history.